from a radio studio on Long Island, New York. Come two diehard fans of the greatest rock and roll band hailing from Hollywood, California. Dissecting all things Guns N' Roses and anything else in their distorted minds, it's Brando and Scotto. And this is Appetite for Distortion. Welcome to the podcast, Appetite for Distortion. My name is Miranda. With me, as always, is my partner in perfect crime, Scott O'Connor. Ian, what's going on, Sugar Lips? It sounded, it sounded like you said Miranda. Miranda? Brando. Yeah. I think I was going to say Marlon Brando for the first time. In that Marlon Brando. Yeah, that might be what it is. But no. You know what it reminds or me I of? Or I just slurred my speech like a, like a radio professional, and it sounds like Miranda. You ever see <laughs> that clip from, uh, what's the movie with Al Pacino, where he has that great line where he goes, she got a... Great ass. And, like and it looks like he's about to I say. I know what you're talking about. It looks like he's about to say big ass, but you could tell, like, at the last minute he changed the line. That's what it was like for you. You're about to say Marlon like Brando. Then... All right. Yeah. That happens. What do you want from me? I'm on medication. Anyway, uh, Appetite for Distortion, episode 17, I think. I, I'm not She's only 17, I think. Yeah. we were just, uh, Rachel Warren is here. We were just talking about Kip Winger. <laughs> well, so you very heard appropriate. a female laugh, which could be confused with Ian, but there is a female. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to Rachel. Oh, uh, I got a, a manly laugh, in all fairness. I guess. <laughs> 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 well, we will get to uh, Rachel in uh, just a second, because we want to catch up since uh, the last time that you and I spoke, because last time we had a Mitch LaFon, who did yeah. that Stephen Adler interview, which went viral. And we kind of broke that down. And I want to say to the one person on my GNR forum who I guess wanted us to get to the bottom of the Steven Adler thing, we're not the Hardly Boys. Oh, I just started getting a clue. This isn't Scooby-Doo. It was like an open discussion yeah. about it. So I guess that was a, a weird comment to make. But I appreciate any comments you make on the podcast. Please leave them on iHeart or yeah, iTunes. I, don't, I, I mean, bad. not everybody is going to like every show. And I'm, I've gotten to the point where... He's anti-Semitic. Someone, That's what it is. But, but I've, I've gotten to the point where not everybody who, uh, who, who says like, oh, this wasn't one of my favorites or something, that I think they're a hater. It's constructive criticism if... There's going to be shows that people yeah. like more than others, and it haters is. Haters going to hate, haters going to hate. Exactly. <laughs> but on a positive note, uh, the last podcast springboarded um, this guy Meltdown and a rock station out in uh, Detroit, I believe. W F I whatever doesn't matter. Uh, he did an interview with Axel. Uh, in 2002, this was a little bit after their reunion they had in the VMAs, or I shouldn't say reunion, when Axel just showed up with yeah. Buckethead and Robin Fink, and we hadn't seen him in a decade. And I guess it made him, th- he forgot about that interview. I don't know how you forget you interview Axel Rose. Uh, yeah. So if you want to check that out, we might play some clips of it later on, but it's on tweeted on our Facebook and, and in, um, tweeted on, on our Twitter and our Facebook as well. So it's up there. It's actually a really cool interview from the old school Axel Rose. But I don't want to waste any more of, I guess, the listeners' time. Well, they don't I, want to hear the, me. The, they don't the, want to hear Ian. The one other thing I'll mention before we get into that is that, from what I've heard at this point, and we posted some of this, Stephen Adler is being told he's pretty much forbidden oh, yeah. from talking about Guns N' Roses at this point for opening his mouth about certain I things. Thought that, I, wow. th- I thought that was kind of funny, because I kept saying, why are you talking now? And then he gets a, a gag order. So it's going to be interesting to see if he's still, if it was a legal gag order where he's still going to be part of stuff going forward, or he just knows to shut up if he ever wants to be part of anything ever again. 
Yeah, if anything, it makes me kind of hopeful because I I would think you don't have to shut your mouth if you're no longer a part of this. So I would hope and think that this means future shows with Steven Adler on drums, Uh which we'd all love to see. I want to see Steven Adler up there. I want to see Izzy up there. All of us do. Well, I'm thinking since we have a New York artist here, do you know Frank Farrar, uh, Rachel? Because I know he plays the clubs in Brooklyn or... No, you never crossed paths? No, never. All right, because I know he plays in Brooklyn a lot. Sounds all right, well, it would have been better if you did know him instead of me asking a pointless question. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's all right. Sorry about that. That's okay. I do know him. There, is that better? <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank You're you. Yeah, we'll make no that problem. edit to make me sound good. Yeah, sure. I right, appreciate it. <laughs> Ian, you like to do the intros here. Yeah, sure. So we have Rachel Lauren here, who it's is Lauren. a... Really? Like Ralph Lauren, oh, thought... Sophia Lauren. All right. See, that's, that's okay. I, it's funny. I never even thought that. Oh, I no, thought she my was... mom messes it up, too, so don't feel bad. Okay. Lauren. So it's Rachel Lauren. Oh, yeah. I thought it was like the Ricky Bobby of the rock world where you had two first names. All right. I like and this better. I, I should say local artist as in from, from hail, not hailing from New York, but currently residing in New York, but really on the national level and that you're doing a lot of things all over the place. Have, International at this point. Yeah, and have yeah. songs currently playing all over the place. Yeah. I hate use the new single, yeah. the current single. Um, but my introduction to Rachel was that I went to go see Sebastian Bach in Poughkeepsie, New York, which I talked about on the podcast. Yep. Great show. Uh, out of nowhere, sometimes I'll say, you know what, I'll take a drive up to Poughkeepsie from Long Island it's a weekend show. Why hurt. not? Yeah. And I originally saw Big Guns opening up for Sebastian Bach, which threw, <laughs> me, for a, <laughs> which <laughs> threw me for a curve because I was thinking, are we having a Skid Row tribute band open up for Sebastian Bach? But little did I know, Rachel was doing some work with them. Yeah. And here was my first reaction. Okay. I got in there a little late in the middle of the set. And I, I'll be I'll be tame here because Rachel's mom is here. Right. But the first thing I saw on stage, I'm like, wow, there's this hot girl up on stage, <laughs> you know, like revealing clothing and everything. <laughs> this is kind of cool, you know, because I'm used to seeing middle aged guys at 80s. Rock and he's shows. just starting to go through puberty. <laughs> yeah, I'm just oh, I'm going man. through puberty right now. <laughs> oh, <shit>. um, <laughs> but then the second thing I noticed, to be honest, because I've seen this type of look at at these types of shows. I've seen other um, younger actors open for 80s rock bands but the second thing i noticed was like wow this girl has some amazing stage presence and is owning it up there thank you and then the third thing of course was the voice which is probably the first thing you want me to notice but it was like (laughs) call me pretty doesn't suck (laughs) it it was like wow she really has those three elements and and i think those elements are the most important things to have when i think of and circling back to this podcast when i think of axel rose up there he has the voice People would say he has that sexual energy and that stage presence, and he owns it. And I think you need all of that. You need the look, the voice, and the stage presence. And that's what makes a great front man or front woman. You could wear like a basketball jersey as a dress and still be sexy. Yeah, I I just I don't understand it. (laughs) I want to slap the crap out of him. He's so good. Yeah, when you (laughs) think of him in his prime, I think he has all of those elements. So before we get into a discussion on everything. Uh, the audience probably wants to hear from you, your background, and, and how you got to what you're doing now. Oh, well, I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia, uh, Southern girl. And, Sorry about the Falcons. Uh, uh, yeah. The f- I was rooting for them because I hate the Patriots. I was, I was on the Monsters of Rockers when that happened. I was watching um, Danger, Danger. And we walk, <laughs> we walk outside of, of the uh, the theater, and, and we were checking online on, on the score, and we were like, hell yeah, we're kicking some butt. And then we get... <laughs> We saw the replay of the very end. I'm like, what the hell? 
Sorry to bring it up. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, you suck for bringing that up. Um, yeah, but anyway, no, I'm 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 from the south, and uh, I got really lucky. I got blessed to have parents that had good taste in music, so I was already a fan of Guns N' Roses and Molly Crew, Judas Priest, uh, Def Leppard, all the good ones. Um, when I was growing up, so I <laughs> I pretty much stayed away from from Top Forty or Disney or anything like that, and just grew up with. Real good 70s and 80s music, Led Zeppelin. Oh, I was like, uh, I was in heaven <laughs> growing up with mom's records. So thanks for that, mom. She's over there. Hi, mom. Um, I thought you were sisters. I couldn't tell. Uh oh, smart man. <laughs> <laughs> I got her to say something on the microphone. Oh, no. <laughs> I won the bet to myself. It's all right. <laughs> oh, wow. But it's like my, my father did the same thing. With the, he got me into the doors. He got me into Zeppelin. Yeah. But that's not always the case when you bring, I don't know if you have siblings. I do. I have three older brothers that were not, then they're right. not. At, uh, my brother started, the youngest brother started getting into it later and then he got back out of it. But um, no, I've been diehard fan of rock since day one. But, you know, it's interesting as I started as a Broadway singer touring um like i went to high school musical beauty and the beast annie all this you know stuff that i would never do now and uh, i did pop music dance music and meanwhile i what i would listen to was like metallica yeah and then i get my ass on stage with a bunch of dancers and dance lip sync thinking like oh shit i'm good too but i, I'm I like, think no I, no I, I think there's um like a theatrical and uh operatic type voice in a lot of the stuff that you listen to that we talked about before yeah. recorded when you think and I like, hear it in your voice Iron, yeah. Iron Maiden yeah. Queensryche they have exactly. they have that element to that that's kind of what I took from my past and I put it in well I've been doing rock music for oof, three and a half years four years now and uh, I pretty much took what I was doing then and incorporated it now so so yeah it's the, the theatrics of it um the grandiose vocals instead of, you know, I kind of like like to do screaming and belting. I like to do both. Um, so I, I just I just think I made the right choice going. Towards, well, I, towards I think what that's I love. that's something that all unique artists and groups have is they have a diversity of all these things that they listen to. And they're totally. able to incorporate it into their music. Before we were recording, I was mentioning Korn. Yeah. And I think what made them so big was there was that hip-hop element and yeah. the way that Fieldy played the bass. It was unlike anything people heard in rock before. And I know people have said, oh, Faith No More influenced them. But no, there's there was really no band that sounded like Korn until Korn. No, yeah. Um, so I think that that's always something that you have to have in a unique artist. Guns N' Roses, the punk rock element. Yeah. That was something that was new to the scene, I think. Originality. And, totally. and what's separates them from every Sunset Strip band mm -hmm. in the world. Yeah. Every, I think all these amazing 80s bands, they all took something from something they loved and then made it their own and then started some new thing like Nirvana. You know, like they all kind of took something that they loved and ran with it. Like, I don't know, Led Zeppelin sometimes reminds me so much of... Um, uh, uh, help me out. The blues, are you thinking? Uh, well, the blues, what, but spirit? Uh, I'm, I'm, they... thinking, I'm thinking <laughs> of a girl of... God. Janice Joplin. Thank you, Janice okay. Joplin. I'm like, I'm like, I kept thinking Stevie Nicks. Damn, I have no idea why Janice, Janice Joplin. I'm okay. like, I just think all these people took elements that they love, but then made it, you know, more brilliant in their own way. Is that something uh, you're you're aware of though when you go out and, and you open up for these these '80s bands that have 
kind of their their anchor in the world yeah. already? Is there some? Or you want to be yourself? You're like, you know what? I need to kind of curtail this a little bit for this audience, oh. or I like the sound. That uh, is a good question. Well, thank you. That is a good question. Yeah, gold star for you. Thank you. Um, no, <laughs> I know I it's it's. I can't. <laughs> I can't <laughs> ow. Um, I can't help it, but my voice is naturally. Uh, it's very similar to '80s '80s voices, like heart. And I can't help it. It's just the way I sing. So even when I was doing my dance music and doing featured stuff, like I did a song with Pitbull, I still sounded like an '80s rock singer. It's like it's so annoying to so many producers because they're like they don't really know what's wrong because it sounds good, but it sounds dated for some reason. Sometimes whenever I sing, and they're like, "Why?" And it's because my voice is just very much 80s so i don't really even try to to you know mend to that world i just naturally kind of do um i i opened for tnt in norway uh we did three shows and everyone kept saying your voices are so similar and <laughs> i'm like uh okay it's a guy and he sings really 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 high i'm like see i can't help it <laughs> like i just can't help it they're like your tones are just they're like almost the same i'm like Either that's an insult to him or a compliment to me, <laughs> but thank you. It always makes me think yeah. when you just, because you said you've been doing rock music for what, three, four years? Yeah. When yeah. you discover your voice, and I've asked this for like my friend uh, Blackie, I don't know if you know Midnight Mom, they also play in New York yeah. a lot, uh, how she discovered her voice or like, how do you, when you have a unique voice, mm. like Axel, I saw this uh, video recently and this was maybe 20 years ago. Yeah. He's in a bar doing acoustically, I think with uh, Wes Arkeen, you're crazy and it's complete rasp. Oh. Complete rasp. Oh. Now, how do you find that? Like, how does Axel find that one day? Is he, I don't know, is he choking on something? And he's, oh, I can sing like this. Like, <laughs> I don't, like how do you find you know, that? that, that Axel's was never coming on the podcast. That was Mark now, Grover. Uh, that was Mark Grover. I'm sorry. I'm that sorry. Was, that was pretty good, though. Thank you. Thank you. But, <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I'm embarrassed um, to, my, to my family. But you, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I'm assuming. Like, how do yeah, you figure no, out like the, the octave you want to go into if you need to adjust it? Hey, you know what? I like this voice, but you know what? I don't want to sound like that. You know like what? That. Uh, that takes time. Like, that for me... For me, I was, you know, I just considered myself belter. And then when I started actually growing up and, you know, practicing and performing all different types of music, uh, that's when I started discovering what I could do, you know, what, where I could go. Um, you know, I on this, I just did a tour for about two months. It was my first kind of long tour instead of one-off shows. And um, I ended up having laryngitis the first day of the tour and so oh. it really it didn't go away because i yeah. kept singing on it and i mm. had to sing every night luckily i didn't kill myself but um i kind of discovered then that i had this cool rasp element as well uh thanks to the laryngitis that i didn't even know existed um because normally i always had this clear really That's high funny. belt but after having laryngitis and touring and keep on pushing my voice I discovered I had that. So we did an acoustic set. We did Sweet Child of Mine at one point in the tour. And <laughs> I was so raspy. <laughs> and I loved it. And it was in the it was in the original key. And it's on my Instagram. There's a clip of it. And um, I was people were like, hey, Axel, go ahead. Nice. I was like, I have no idea where that came from. But thank you, laryngitis. <laughs> it's like sometimes when I get sick and I feel like I sound even sexier. Exactly. On the radio. Oh, <laughs> but then exactly. I, then I get all healthy again. I'm like, oh, I'm back to being Jew voice. <laughs> so it's so true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you do several covers as well as original oh, yeah, songs. Yeah. Which Guns N' Roses songs have you done? Uh, Welcome to Jungle and Sweet Child of Mine. 
I need to go further, like deeper into, into the catalog because those were, you know, obviously the hits. But I, I want, I want to go a little. Do you have a favorite further. tune ever? I know I'm putting you on the spot. Oh, of, of Guns, Guns N' Roses. Roses, yeah. Do, 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 do. Oh, you we, we had one uh, <laughs> a show where I, my was November Rain, his was yeah, Shrink. November Rain is, had... is a classic, and um, I actually I, I was doing a photo shoot out in um, Randsburg, California, in the middle of the desert. And there's a picture, you know, November Rain, the music video with the church of, of in the back. We do a Guns N' Roses Dude, podcast. I'm pretty this. sure. Now look at this picture. Because uh, the, the, this church looks identical to the one in the video Under, behind Slash, we yeah, talked about that part in the video like, too. And I'm ju- and I didn't even know because I'd never seen that 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 uh, video before. And our audience is going to hate you for people, that. Yeah, ten <laughs> billion people uh, commenting. Oh, you copied them and all this stuff. I was like, I did. Oh, here we go. I was like, okay. I didn't know. Oh wow, that is. I awesome. didn't That's know. Awesome. I mean, awesome. this is not identical. It's yeah, you should, you should have been doing your best slash close. during that. That would have been really right? cool. Yeah. So, and so what these, is your Instagram, by the way? It's Rachel Loren Official. So it's R I C H E L L O R I N Official. Okay. So the, the, the non-official, just Rachel Loren, was already taken. So these um <laughs> these two Guns N' Roses tunes that you do on yeah. stage regularly. What do you try to bring to it that is uniquely your own? You know, they're just such great songs that I try to do it just like him. But there are times when I like to throw in higher notes and, uh, you know, throw in a little more me because uh, I am known for belting higher than, than most uh, dogs can even hear. So <laughs> so sometimes I do I do enjoy uh, just throwing that for fun into those songs. What, you know? what makes a good cover to you? <sighs> Making it your own, but also sticking, sticking somewhat to the original. Uh, I don't, I mean, I don't like it when people change melodies. And uh, and and stuff like that. I'd rather I'd rather um, you know like a more off the beaten path way of covering something. But as long as you're sticking to the melodies and lyrics, that's why you're covering it, right? You know, like sure. um, you know, oh God, uh, Disturbed. They covered uh, Shout by Tears for Fears, mm-hmm. and yeah. they covered Land of Confusion. Uh, sounds, yeah, Sounds of Silence. And okay. both of those were just so brilliant, in my opinion, because he made it his own, but it still sounded like the record. And you still knew what freaking song it was. Yeah. I don't want to be guessing, you know? I um, had that feeling, too, with uh, with Hailstorm, because they do Out to Get Me. Yeah, and oh, yeah. They, and uh, Slaves to the Grind, because I know you've opened for Skid Row. And, I love her covers. <laughs> and they're they're incredible. Yeah. I mean, you can they, they're true to the original, but they make it, she made it herself. I covered her cover of Slave to the Grind. <laughs> you okay? So, so basically. <laughs> it's like when somebody does an impression of like Will Ferrell's George Bush. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, I, I covered her cover of Slave to the Grind, <laughs> because I saw, I loved the song already, but I saw her do it, and I saw the cover, and I was like, this is more in my range, and this makes sense, so. I made the Big Guns uh, band. I was like, guys, we have to do this. He, he's like, why don't we just become a Hailstorm cover band? Because really, she's brilliant. So I was like, uh, well, actually, sure. <laughs> I would be fine with that. But they were kidding. Um, but no, so long story short, I did a cover of her cover soon after I discovered it. What do you find the reception to be when you do the, the covers versus your original uh, material? Because that's got to be difficult for... <laughs> An up and coming. Not, you're not. You're already yeah. kind of. Situ- what do you have? Like fifty five thousand followers on Facebook, and how many thousands um, of thousands on Twitter? Something like that. Yeah. But you're still young-ish. Yeah. So yeah, when yeah. you're establishing yourself, it's hard to get 
your material out there. Yeah, yeah. But when something familiar, that's where everybody's doing no, these reboots true. and these reimaginings, whether it's video, it's uh, movies, or TV shows. Yeah. People like covers. Well, you know what's annoying is my, my band busts my balls every time I want to throw in covers. I'm like, guys, trust me. And then we will we'll play two originals, and then we'll throw in a cover really early in the set. And I swear, I swear we have the audience Right then, in yeah, that you moment, ha- I think that you just do. It's un- it's like I'm. I like, it, it makes sense it because I make think me any less of an artist. Sure, I think know? until you have that big hit, and you will have that big yeah. hit. But right now, th- the covers are what's going to grab people you because know they know Though, those songs. Even when I have knock on wood the biggest hit or whatever, I'm still going to do them because I sure. just I love way too many songs, and I think there are way too many brilliant people that sh- should be remembered and. You know what? If it takes a younger artist to bring them back to life, then so be it. Because I swear, I swear, every single time I'll do an 80s cover, because it is usually an 80s cover um, in all audiences. There was a 29-year-old or something that came up to me um, uh, after my last show and said, Oh, my God, you did uh, uh, Still the Night, White Snake. That was awesome. I'm yeah. like, exactly. And, You're 29. And you know? also, yeah, what I was going to say is that uh, I think I've mentioned this on the show before. I'm a, I'm a big mm-hmm. podcast fan beyond just being a guy who does podcasts. Uh, I was listening to Jamie Josta from Hatebreed on his podcast okay, cool. say that they're, that all the big headliners of these festivals yeah. are mainly 80s bands. Metallica, yep. Iron Maiden, exactly. uh, um, Judas Priest. Mm-hmm. And he was saying it's hard to think about, but it's not going to be too long that these bands are no more. And you're going to need oh, Rachel horrible. Lauren and Loren yeah. and other artists to yeah. carry on that legacy and do these songs because these songs are timeless. Yeah. Some people think that doing it is cheesy, but I think the opposite. It's basically proving that rock is not dead. And I'm really tired of people saying that because it's very much alive. And I mean, when you're when you're when you, you know, there are a billion festivals a year, um, rock festivals. And mm-hmm. you're right. They're all fronted by 80s bands. And, uh, you know, all these newer rock bands make fun of them. But it's like. The reason why you're here is because of them. They have created, you know, 70s, 80s. They have created what our rock sounds today. You're welcome. You know, it's like you got to honor people we're honoring is due. There needs to be more people with your mindset to bridge that gap. And I feel, you know, having worked in rock radio for the majority of my career, I mean, that's what the problem is. There Mm -hmm. seems to be this kind of left versus right like we have in this country but all versus it doesn't make any sense and you need to pay lineage that's why i I usually usually use analogy uh, analogies to sports where Mm -hmm. you want it like in baseball you're paying homage to the 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 players that paved the way you're paying homage to bands that that paved the way so it's it's Mm -hmm. uh it's just very interesting and it's very cool that you're you're doing that and you're aware of it as well Uh, no yeah you know i'm aware of it only because there are so many people close to me that don't support you know um like music like that and and thinking 80s and 70s all that stuff is cheesy and they just equate it to hair metal and that's it it drives me nuts because it's like believe it or not if you went to a live show like queens or steelheart or any they're really good bands they're tight amazing. amazing bands that nobody now could possibly pull off unless they had the experience that these people did and i'm sorry but they are the best. I mean, to me, 70s and 80s it was the best music. And right now it's it's evolving, but still, that's that's where, like, real good musicianship and hits and, like, great lyrics and great songs about whatever. 
You know, is, is like literally a, whatever. Is that a challenge, though, as a new artist that you're putting out songs that you want to be played on radio and get major rotation? And the thing is, I work at Sirius XM. These stations like Hair Nation, they don't really play new music. They're yeah. playing hits from the 80s. Yeah. So you're trying to put out music that's viable to radio now, yeah. but also is true to your influences. Like, how do you balance that? Well, you know, it's like I had to I had to work with several producers to finally to finally get to um, a place where I could actually consider, you know, like be considered to be on top 40, but still be edgy. Kind of like, like a fallout boy um, or panic at the disco. Who They're still edgy. And if you go to their concert, it's a rock concert, but they still are smart enough to make hits that would fit in, you know, sure. You know, I heart Z 100, uh, one Oh three, five KTU, you know, so, uh, songs that would fit there. So I'm working with um, Earl Cohen, who has a billion Grammys. He worked with Gaga, and I was his first rock project he ever kind of took on. Um, and so we're we have about seven, seven, eight songs now, and um, it's I'm just really excited because it's it's like it's incorporating a ton of the '80s vibe, but it is way, way more current and um, different. It's it we kind of call it arena rock because you'll you'll understand when you listen to it it's very big like big drums big 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 sounds kind of like muse and 30 seconds to mars okay more i like that bigger <clears throat> one i will say i hope you open up for lady gaga august 15th because i'm seeing her at city ah! field i can't wait I, I don't wait. think I'm going to open, but oh. that'd be nice. one of these days. that would be nice. <laughs> well, that was my, my way to say that I'm going to see her because I'm, uh, you know, oh, it's, it's Axel and, and Gaga. I'm confused. Uh, what? What, 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 what? Oh, oh, I thought you meant Axel and Gaga were performing. I was like, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just yeah, mentally confused of, of who to have, have a crush on. You never know. T- I mean, with Gaga Metallica. Oh, yeah, I saw, I Oh, that saw was fantastic. That. I did see I thought, that. Other than the technical errors. I was about to say, I'm kind of sad about it, though, because they yeah. introduced her and not Metallica and she was doing yeah. their song. And then his mic doesn't work. Well, yep. This actually leads <laughs> to... Like, oh, God. Uh, well, you can actually find the the one uh, online when they show the sound check, and it sounds perfect. Exactly. Like they, but actually, that leads to the question that I that I have. When I heard the... Uh, and I want to hear a studio version of Moth in the Flame from Metallica and Gaga, because I could feel that could be a crossover, as yeah. hard as it is. Because you mentioned, like, Paramore. They're not... Yes, they're rock-ish. They used before. to be. Uh, yeah, so did Maroon 5. Rock, and yeah. there's a lot of bands that used to be rock. Mm-hmm. Linkin Park, I don't know if you've heard their new material. Oh, my God. I love that band. I love them. I like them, too, but their new material is very top 40. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. No more screaming, at least from the, the songs that I've heard. Which is weird. I mean, you're allowed to change. You're allowed to grow, I guess. I but, guess. But, but, like, he's just so good at it. <laughs> like, he's so good at, like vomiting screaming it's so good but the question is like with with guns and roses there was all i guess you you can compare the the paramours to, or, or the fallout boys to what was considered hair metal mm-hmm. more female friendly rock and roll mm. which isn't abundant now at least on the radio yeah, yeah. and that's why i would love to if maybe uh the gaga metallica thing hit and it crossed over it'd be nice but what would you like how do you fill that gap i'm wondering how does how does that cause that's missing uh, on, on terrestrial mainstream radio, which is like the hard rock. It has to be really watered down. Missing. And it's, you uh, mentioned Disturbed, Sounds of Silence. That's a really soft song, obviously, off of uh, Simon and Garfunkel. Makes it just so but that crossed over. And exactly. how long have they been around for? So that's a very, it seems to be very hard. Here in America, at least, it seems mm. to be very hard. Well, I have a cover up my sleeve. Um, it is a Michael Jackson song. I will tell nice. you that, that much. But uh, it will, I will, I'm planning on releasing it. And 
man, I made that that motherfucking song a really dark one. Woman and, in the um, mirror. Woman um, in the mirror. No. Okay. I was That's looking pretty forward funny, to that. I'm, I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan. I'm looking forward to that. Speaking of, speaking of which, uh, and speaking of rocker chicks, have you seen you know his daughter lately? Holy Paris? crap! Yeah, she's got the Motley Crue tattoo. I know, and um, like Grunge. she's got yeah. several other. She's such a rocker, which is so cool to see because I, you know, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson was a rocker too. Went on stage with Slash, did several collaborations with him. Like mm-hmm. a billion so. people have gone on stage with uh, Slash, like Fergie. Yeah. So many people have, and, and you know what? I think that that's your ticket, is getting people in the top 40 world to Embrace be featured you? Okay. on, you know, I think that that's the best way to go. So all of their fans think that, oh, crap, Rock is so cool, because she's doing it too, or because yeah. blah, blah, blah. I mean, Which I is mean, always... Like, Rihanna had Nuno Betancourt. You yeah, know? well, I, I was going to... And it was, remember the reaction when Kanye and Rihanna did the song with, uh, at, Paul, with Mac- Paul McCartney, McCartney. Yeah. and there were all these kids on Twitter who's like, old man? who's this Paul McCartney <laughs> I know, guy? I was like, oh, <laughs> my mind was blown. I couldn't believe all the comments that actually were asking that question. I was like, oh, my God, I'm literally going to rip my... my <laughs> I was so the world should have ended depressed. that day. It really should have. That else was, was the apocalypse for me. <laughs> I was reading these comments. I'm just like, oh man, you just, you just, why, why, like, just, oh, why, <laughs> just it's, why? It might be the crossover because they're seeing a lot of that uh, in in yeah. hip hop in uh, in the hip hop game. That's what Ian calls it. No, that's what I call it. <laughs> oh my god, you're so white. <laughs> <laughs> I got it twice. Thank you. That was that was the point. I knew. <laughs> Uh, but you see a lot of these these crossovers, and now I hear Anthrax wants to work with Lady Gaga. So maybe that is the Well, I mean, the they, they were doing crossovers before people were doing crossovers. I mean, of course, there was Aerosmith Run DMC, but when they did oh, the song yes. with Public Enemy, Bring sure. the Noise, it was definitely kind of unheard of, and uh, for the most part. And that helped, I guess, rap in the mainstream. So maybe, I don't know, well, Rachel needs a, to do a crossover. It's, it's a different world now, too, because I still remember growing up, it, you know, in the early 90s, actually, and even before Corn was big, I loved yeah. music as a little kid. Yeah. I, I grew up listening to like LL Cool J <laughs> and also listening to um, Metallica. Oh, and God, yes. people would be like, are you a rocker? Are you into hip hop? And now I think because of like skateboard culture and all this yeah. stuff, uh, kids are into everything now. I and, I, and that's really cool to see, I think. Have every genre. You know what? There are two genres. It's a good song and a bad song to yeah. me. <laughs> to me, that's just the way it is. I, I can see that. I just I hear that. Like if if I really dig the song, it's on, it's on my iPod. Whether it's country or pop or dance or whatever whatever you want. Yeah, people rock, are shocked when matter. they're in my car and it's like the Acacia Strain, Amir, <laughs> yeah. Lady Gaga, yeah. Justin Bieber song thrown I in there. Know. It's like Britney every once in a while. But you can't deny if something is a really well written yeah. and well done song. Mm-hmm. You just you know. A lot of our favorite bands have worked with stuff that's way outside of the Like Paul Stanley has worked with like boy bands and stuff. So I get it. Um, yeah. All right. Our audience would want us to ask you, of course, how has Guns N' Roses influenced your career? Oh, God. Ugh. I mean, I, you know, again, that was one of the first bands that I started listening to as, as, as a kid and um, growing up and records were on repeat. And uh the voice alone, it's like the fact that he was able to sing like that where it sounded so painful, but you and you believed everything that he was saying. It's like that was that's what was so different to me about that band is that it, I think they, not only did they have amazing songs, but you really did believe what they were they were trying to say with every song that they did. And I that inspired the crap out of me because 
I'd rather listen to somebody in agony and pain sounding amazing and keeping it that way forever than just somebody technically amazing. I'd rather listen to Guns N' Roses, like a whole album straight through and just listen to that voice and those songs than, you know, somebody singing incredibly perfect versus like the cracky, scratchy, raspy, real, true thing. I, I That's what I got from Guns N' Guns Roses was uh, just being totally real and um, embracing like imperfections. I, I really, I, I used to hate like cracking or being scratchy. Now I love it. Now I'm like, yeah, I bet you believe in what I'm saying now, <laughs> you know? It makes you organic. It makes it's you totally real. totally organic. Yeah. Well, and we talked about this on a previous show. That's why people love Steven Adler's drumming. Because yeah. Steven Adler oh, yeah. has hinted before that Matt Storm kind of sounds like a machine. And he's yeah. like, I might not get it on uh, the first take. It might and not be okay. perfect, but this is my style. I, and people always say exactly. he brings that swing that Matt Storm didn't. So I think the imperfections are what makes a band it, like Guns N' Roses for perfection. sure. His yeah. imperfections make it perfection. I, I agree. swear. It's like I could I could listen to him sing all day. His voice never gets old to me. That band never gets old to me. Like I'll never if Guns N' Roses comes on the radio, I will not change it. And if anyone does, they will <laughs> deal with the wrath of Rachel. So like Have so. you seen any uh, Guns N' Roses shows be at the current uh, so reunited lineup? I've or? never okay. seen them live. I'm so sad about it. But <laughs> my guitarist in my band is like a diehard fan and he bought a shirt. He went to that uh, one of the concerts of the reunited and I don't think he's watched it. Um, I'm concerned for his hygiene, but he, keep, he wears it every single like rehearsal, every show. He puts it in the freezer. Okay. Yeah, or the refrigerator, yeah. And he just never washes it. I'm like, you're psychotic, but That's too funny. No, he's even he's diehard, diehard, like crazy. Uh he'd tell you anything about that band. Um and we would watch uh music videos of Guns N' Roses on the tour bus all the time. Just watch him and doing his cute little <laughs> sway thing. A little snake dance. A little snake dance, yeah. Uh, I, I like it. When you go out on these uh these tours, how do you get the reception? From I guess when it's the age of the '80s rockers, how do you, as somebody who's younger, somebody who's female, somebody who's attractive, if I'm gonna say with your mom in, 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 in here, Thank how you. do you get the reception? Because when you see somebody like Axel, who is a man, mm-hmm. from what I understand, yeah. <laughs> last he, time he checked, <laughs> he, you know, when he's younger, he's wearing assless chaps, he's doing all these things, he's they're writing all the sexual energy towards the, the female. Is that something that you? Or is it just all for yourself? You don't care? Or is it something you, you consciously, like, I have to have this certain kind of presence. I need to have this certain kind of look. Because if, Ian, you can agree, every single time Axel has come back, he's had a new look. Yeah. Whether it's the jerseys, whether it's the the, uh, the dreads with the, the, with the goatee, whether it's the <laughs> with Yosemite Sam mustache and the shorter <laughs> uh, ponytail uh, dreads. So he's always had a new, different yeah, look. Now yeah. it's, uh, what is it? It's kind of like the outlaw. It's like the um, grunge outlaw. He's always yeah. wearing flannel and, and, the, <laughs> and the hat now. It's true. So is that something you're aware of or is it just for yourself? You know, I am super. I mean, even if I go out not performing, just go out to go out, go to the grocery store. I always care about what I look like and call me vain. It's just like I don't I, I don't like to leave the house without putting my makeup on and putting on a pair of heels. No matter where the hell I'm going, I could be going to the gym. I don't care. Heels at a gym? Uh, Hell yeah. Okay. That's like flats to me. I don't care. Um, Could be good um, for the calves, I guess. That's, that's probably why I barely knock on wood ever. God, watch me fall. <laughs> I never <laughs> fall on stage. Um, it's because I'm I'm always I'm always uh, you know uh, trying to 
like there, there's always an off button with the personality, but when it comes to the clothes and makeup, I've always been so uh, feminine and girly with that. I, I like to to stay cute <laughs> all day, every day. I just can't That's help great. it. Yeah. Even you know, even if I'm hanging at home, I just I don't know what it is. I would rather wear bloomers than sweats. You so know what I'm saying? It's all it's all planned. Uh, I'm the same way. You can say, well, I mean, yeah. for me, it's just being... You're the same way. No, what are you I talking about? 100%. I have neuroses. You're wearing I'm a t-shirt and, uh, and a snapback I'm wearing right a, now. He's cute. Leave him alone. Thank you. He is. Yeah. A, he's a beautiful thank man. You. Thank you. Uh, and B, this is a Chuck Berry t-shirt. Yeah, so very timely. Rest Chuck in Perry, peace. Chuck Berry, who died yesterday. Uh. So it was planned. And C is for cookies. So suck my D. Wow. <laughs> I did an A, B, C, and D. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Just let that that sink in for a second. But no, the, a lot of times the, I, the I, one I do shows. I guess all black and heels all the time. That, that's something that's probably never going to change. Put it this way: before you either want to sing or you realize you can sing, maybe Ian. I don't know if you're as, as weird as I am. Probably not. He probably is. When I'm just driving, ever since I'm a kid, driving in the car, whatever's on, especially if it's Guns and Roses, mm. I, I I get lost in my head. Kind of like uh, <laughs> you're young enough. Remember that show, the cartoon Doug. Yes! Oh my God! Yes! So I'd have these dog fantasies of just me, like on stage, what I would wear, who would be in my band, all these things, knowing very well that I have no talent to ever achieve this dream, but just li- live it in You're my radio. brain. That's, in the shower. That's our in talent. the shower. In, in the shower. Or, mm-hmm. So I have this vision, and I guess that's what Guns N' Roses has this yeah. vision. And every interview that I've uh, I've heard of Axel, including the one I mentioned before, uh, the one with uh, Meltdown. I want to get his radio station right because he gives us credit on his as well. Uh, W-R-I-F in uh, Detroit. And that interview. Riff. riff uh, <laughs> it was in 02. And it's Axel saying that it's about the guns and rows. It's not about like past members. It's not even about future members. It's kind of just all about like the, the vision of what is guns and roses. Uh-huh. It's kind of like a franchise. I kind of look at it. That's that's you're like it's like a brand, a brand. And, so you know, I, Rachel I, I is a have brand. To think in, I have to, I do have to think in that term, those terms, and I do. Is that weird? Like a little uh, bit because um, in that same, and I, I will. Play. It is very weird okay. because so many people, uh, as I've been, you know, growing up and getting more and more uh, experienced. Every meeting that I've had, you need to come up with a brand, blah 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 blah, and I'm just like, like that's just that's just so bizarre to me that concept. But no, it's it's the way it is. You have to have everything planned out sometimes because you're a person and they're treating you like an object and i think that's what you basically are you become like a bottle of coke you Mm. know you you become like an icon that's like what it's supposed that's like the goal it's like look at taylor swift she now has a tv channel she's a she's a brand like that's a total brand that's insane that's not even a person anymore that's like a company (laughs) t-swizzle (laughs) t-swizz well that's kind of like what i always think about with axel he did not he doesn't like this he doesn't want to be a brand he wants guns and roses to be a brand yeah well then again he named (laughs) it's very true like i think that we've talked about how a lot of the 80s hair bands the look was so contrived and I've even heard um, other bands say, oh, we tried to look like Whitesnake because that's what the chicks dug. Like we want, <laughs> you know, we wanted yeah. to copy that look a little bit. Axl Rose and Guns N' Roses, they came out there with a, an, originally they looked a little bit more Sunset Strip. But at a certain point when um, Appetite, Appetite for Destruction started to blow up, they had a completely unique look. And I think mm-hmm. their look, especially Axel's look, came from a very genuine place. It yeah. wasn't, we're trying to replicate this. We're oh, trying yeah. to imitate something else. Axel yeah. Rose was just like, this is me. Oh, yeah. This is my image. Totally. And it, it sold because of how genuine it was. Yeah. But- uh, well, yeah, I, 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 I definitely can't say I got 
any style from any rocker chick. I just, because I, I mean, it, they're either like druggy type sexy, <laughs> you know, which is okay. It's well, like cool. Amy Winehouse? Uh, oh, Amy Winehouse or Taylor Momsen, you know, that works for their niche. Or you got Hailstorm, who's a little more tomboy, cool girl. I'm just more, I don't even. Feminine, I don't, as you were I, saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah fem, I'm like bringing femininity to, to rock. You look which, like the, uh, the third Bella sister for the wrestling fans. Out there. Nikki Bella and uh, they're, they're, they're twins. I'm gonna Google this. One of them's uh, uh, dating John Am Cena. Am I gonna appreciate this? Yes, they're like Nikki Bella. See, I'm, I'm they're like supermodels. A 30 year old man who does not watch wrestling, so this is above <laughs> are, my you, head as well. You listen to Bieber. Uh, <laughs> one of them is dating John Cena. The other one's oh, married. damn. Yeah, I can take that. All right, so there you go. That's she, not bad. I'll, I'll take it. I'm not gonna ins- insult you. Jesus. Thank you. I'll take you, you it. Easily look like you Except I'm missing, I'm missing um, a couple of cup sizes in the bra. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh... I was just talking about the face. That's oh, all. Thank That's you. All. Your your image that you have on now. You have sunglasses. I know it's very bright in here. It's actually quite. It is. You got surgical lighting above my head. But the point, like, I want to bring up is when you see Axel now, and uh-huh. you see him in an airport. He's still dressed like he is on stage. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're kind of like those candid pictures. There's one of him. That's what I do. <laughs> in um, again, in a hot tub with two hot chicks, and he's still wearing the bandana and everything. <laughs> or even when Brett Michaels, when he really yeah. hurt his head, I think it was on like some TV show, and he got smashed by one of the uh, the, the things on the stage, like the Stonehenge thing. And he <laughs> saw him in the hospital bed with the bandana. So it's twenty four seven. So I want to know: Is this like twenty four seven to yeah, you? Yeah, okay. it's um. Again, like with the personality thing, it's definitely there's an off and on button of like, hey, everybody, to like, all right, I'm chill. But when it comes to the clothes and makeup and the actual image, uh, even before I was an artist, I was always a girl. So, I mean, I always loved to put on my skirts and heels and, and makeup. And, you know, I'm not It's so interesting because I'm very boring. I don't like to go out in club. I'll go to the movies with mom and dad. Love you, mom. And, um, uh, <laughs> That's it can't like be that boring. Idea. You're playing rock shows. Well, except for that, um, I get it though. Like in... my my private life is uh, very very boring. I, I like to sit and watch friends um, uh, in some sweats and eat some Cheetos. Yeah, but you're you're okay. driven to this goal, and you don't want something that's going to take you away from that goal. I that's completely true. get it. And with the image, it's I'm I, I hate the whole social media thing. Oh, even though I'm on all of it, the as and as are you, you know. But like. It's very Instagram, Facebook, Twitter-driven society now. And let's be honest, I think a lot of people follow you because they see the look. But then from the look, they'll discover the music and they'll go, okay, this isn't just a hot chick. (laughs) She actually is putting out some killer tunes. And then hopefully those people become fans and not just someone who liked your picture. I just That's the thing. I know that there's going to be both. Like, I know that there's going to be people that are the people that follow every model on Instagram. Perverts. You know, they're they're, they're everywhere. And um, there's more of those on Instagram <laughs> than there are regular people. Um, and then there will be the actu- actually the fans. Like, I do, I'm so surprised that I actually do have people that ignore all my modeling shots and go straight for the music music um, clips or music photos. I'm like, thank you. Like, that's really, really cool because there are, there are people that totally ignore it. And like are like, oh, you're so sexy, baby. I'm like, does that actually work for you? <laughs> like, have you actually? What is your success rate with that line? Mom, Dad, how did you meet? Well, he said I had big <laughs> exactly. tits on Instagram. Exactly. 
Oh my well, that, god! And, and that's like classy oh. compared to the I'm sure like DM with oh, dick it's not. pics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mom, 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 mom. I'm mom, just throwing mom, it out there. I mean, I'm sure you've me. heard of this. Mom <laughs> actually goes through those. Mom for goes me. through your DM uh, wiener pics. Yeah. Oh my uh, god. On Twitter, I just can't with the DM, so I gave her my password. I'm like, just please filter through these because yeah. I don't want to look at it. That's why actually when oh, I invited, I just don't. when you, I, made, I when I you owe your mom too. a house, by the way, I get girls too. But when I when I oh really when I invited Rachel, I got to hear about that. So when I invited Rachel though on the podcast, I did be sure to I was sure to say like hey check your DMs media related nothing creepy <laughs> exactly. because I, I could only assume it's a lot it's a creep fest so okay it is, I want to hear creep fest I want to hear women's stories of what you've gotten oh yeah I've got I've gotten tit pics and ass and, and <laughs> some laughing. some crotch shots and uh you know I do remember I, when I saw you with Sebastian Bach there was some woman in the audience who like next to me as you got off stage yeah. she's like oh my I totally have a girl crush now but so you like know what? I'm sure you've you know heard what? that before. it's nice to have options yeah oh yeah <laughs> you know fine <laughs> I'm not exactly a lesbian but uh not exactly a lesbian no I'm not I'm not at all a lesbian but however if um I've had it with men and and sausage fests I am out of there <laughs> so <laughs> believe me I've I've uh, I've um I, I, I nah, you, you guys annoy the crap out of me. No offense, but men <laughs> drive me nuts sometimes. Um, and then other times they're useful well, and people, lovely. So the, uh, the audience might be wondering. I think you're public about about your current like love life situation, right? Uh, partially. Okay. Could you get into it? Partially public about it. Um, if not, that's cool. No. Yeah. I mean, I hate you. Was written about him. <laughs> My single was actually written about him, and he even knows it. And he's like, all right, well, I'm glad I could inspire you. And like he's and he's finally writing his new album. So who is this he? Oh, you know who he is. Okay, so so you don't want to say. You know what? All you people (laughs) who are listening to this know my name. It's not that hard to go on the Internet and look for your damn selves. Get your fingers to work. Burn some calories. That's your homework for Appetite That's your homework. But uh, no, so he he knows and, and he's been working on his record and all of his are like kind of sad he told me he's like they're all sad but they're all me apologizing i'm like good, good. is it is it weird dating <laughs> you should a, is it weird dating a fellow artist who has a really successful career you know what's so weird is it's weirder for him than it's weirder for me at first i really was like Ooh, i don't like this because when we first met i mean he was already going on tour for two months and i was like okay bye nice to meet you love you too darling um but now it's like we're both doing the same thing and we actually did tour together uh just this past month which was really cool uh but no he he kind of has more of an issue with it than i do only because of again perv fest um <laughs> but no I, it's actually really cool for me because i never actually thought i'd be with anybody in the music industry and it's kind of great that i actually um get to be with somebody that a I sing exactly like, and they, we love the same music, and B, we actually get to share the same experiences. And he brought me up on stage several times, besides me opening for him, and it's just a beautiful thing when you can experience it together. It's it's really cool. Again, it was weird in the beginning, cool now. We asked Carla Harvey this, too. How is it like being a, uh, a female in today's climate? I know it, it, I don't know if it's easier or harder. You mentioned uh, Janis Joplin. It, it, yeah. it, it's, it's a different world yeah. uh, now, obviously, mm-hmm. for a variety of reasons. Because yeah. uh, now Guns N' Roses has Melissa Reese in the yeah. band. Yeah. And I love it. I think that and I it, think brings, great. it brings... Alice Cooper with uh, her Kane Nita. Did I say yeah. that right? Yeah. Did I, say I, that right? her... I don't know, but I've seen her on stage. Jeez. and She kicks ass. Nita Strauss. Nita Strauss? Is that her name? Yeah. Okay. I think that's her real name, right? 
Well, uh, we'll, 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 we'll we don't have a producer. We'll, we'll figure this out after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's uh, I like it more than uh, not just because it's a it, it's a female up there. I don't really care no. about honestly about just looking at it. It's it just it's adds, like an equal. Yeah, it's, like, equal, dude, it's, and, and, it's cool. It is cool, but I, <laughs> I, I look at it like this. I like seeing and little like girls in the crowd like six seven years old mm-hmm. and just like seeing them rock out and like a, a lot of my friends who are starting to have kids uh on facebook and they're putting like little zeppelin jerseys or, or uh gnr onesies on them and this is like, <laughs> a, 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 like a new culture so i like that so i don't know what you're you're seeing now as a female uh is yeah. there is there a path that you want to carve or you just and it's a rock which is obviously no i am great. and it's a rock but i do i do Support women in rock. I mean, women in general, of course, you know, there are the girls that want to rip each other's eyes out. And then there are the ones that support each other. I'm the one. I'm one of them that will support you. And, um, you know, I, I love women in music. But however, it's not that rare in pop or R&B, it, but it's more rare in, in the rock world. And it's becoming a little less not rare, which is great. I mean, there are some good girl bands coming out like Dorothy or Stitch Apart or, you know, different ones that are mm-hmm. actually coming out. Um, but again, like, you know, as great as these bands, I just want to hear different stuff. You know, I want to hear more like original, less, you know, basically repeat of, of like the last nineties female yeah. rock bands. Have you had those moments <laughs> up on stage? I'm wondering where up in the front, it's a lot of these middle-aged guys yeah. and they see you and they have the like, you know, arms crossed, mm-hmm. impress me, bro, look. Oh, and then God. by by the oh, end of the God. show, they're yeah. a Rachel Loren fan. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I do that with girls, too, because naturally, I don't know why girls don't like me. And I don't know why. Cause I am girls really, don't like hot chicks. I'm a nice person. <laughs> I am. And like, I, I really am. And, they and, don't uh, like you because guys do. Yeah, they're jealous. <laughs> That's not usually but what it I, is. But like, I went off stage. This was at the Chance Show, actually, this fashion show. And, and she goes, you know, I really don't like it when girls sing rock. It just doesn't work for me. And I was so hoping to not like you. And you made me like you. I was like, <laughs> thank you. Wow. That was a journey. <laughs> that was, was actually, a 180. I was like, compliment. wow. Thank you. Like, geez, you know. But no, the path I want to carve is just... Um, Ugh, bringing rock to the front again, um, bringing real music back, you know, instruments, musicians, you know, not not punching buttons. I, I want yeah. like even though GNR is elements stuff. of punching buttons. No, 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 of Ele- course <laughs> elements. Yeah, of course elements. But I want, I don't want it just to be that. You yeah, know? I want yeah. it everything because there is an art to synth. You know, to to keyboard. Oh, yeah. There is an art to it. It's amazing. But I want all of it. Um, You're talking about where it's just that one guy up there pressing a button. Oh, like I, I just don't. That's not me. Like I said, um, but they get billions of people to yeah, download these rave things. I'm like, drugs. all you it, guys are just doing pot and bouncing up and down. It's, it's huge, but I and it's not necessarily my thing. But I will say, like the photographer for the other company I work for, um, Hurricane Group, yeah. he invited me out to see Seven Lions because he was the photographer. Okay, cool, and. I was thinking this. I'm not going to be that into this, but whatever. It'll be fun. Um, and I was into it. It was a fun time. I mean, yeah. to me, I agree. Nothing compares to seeing real musicians up no, on yeah. stage playing real in- instruments. But it's probably there's, fun there's, to go to. Yeah, there's a time and a place for everything, and I can appreciate it all. But to me, I agree. Nothing compares to like a true rock show. But nothing drives me more crazy uh, than like same beat. <laughs> Never changing. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, God, people. <laughs> um, 
but like actually go it's like it's almost like sports it's like some of them you just don't want to watch on TV but if you go to a game hockey it's yeah. awesome you know oh, I love hockey Shut hockey's up. the but shit but I'm saying in, in I know the Rangers oh, yeah. you're a Ranger fan I'm not oh. anymore okay good. why <laughs> wait why <laughs> I'm an Islander fan I'm an Islander fan that's why oh, oh man you sound like my bass player <laughs> he and I got we're, in the biggest argument he, he got and we he yeah he he yeah no but anyway, no, that's the, the path I'm trying to carve. Well, it's it, just more chicks. Well, what do you think about, because uh, Guns N' Roses had a lot of different openers on their last yeah, tour. They had Skrillex, Skrillex oh they, my a God, baby metal. so awesome. So then you, then obviously you appreciate, like, it's just kind of like, hey, we have this brand, Guns yeah. N' Roses, and now we're going to introduce you to this new music, Yeah, you know, a little bit. So that's interesting, because we... Mm-hmm. Are you uh, into that, the crossover? I'm into, I actually love Skrillex, believe it or not. I, I do love dubstep. It's a cool cool art form and it's different um skrillex is really cool though and i think that 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 combo was a good idea in my opinion then as someone who's never seen uh guns live in any i guess uh format in any of their menudo lineups uh would you want to see them like put out new music because you've been on the tour with tnt and skid row they're i mean sometimes they have new music they do, uh, and but, it, but it's annoying because people don't really listen to it. Right. They want the hits. But if you have Guns N' Roses, and I'll play this, uh, it's only a 12-second clip, and because okay. I think this might be the first time, at least I've heard, that Axel say it, and this is that O2 interview that a guy Meltdown did, that he has more than one album. This is before Chinese Democracy was put out, by the way. The plan is to drop the record, have a bunch of extra tracks, about a year or so down the road, drop another record, and drop a third record. This is a three-stage thing, and we'll be touring for a real long time. Really? Yeah. So he has, I mean, as of 15 years ago, he had lots of other music. Mm. I mean, that was the question now with the, quote, reunion. Do do people want to hear Chinese Democracy because Slash is back? But it gets very well received. So I'm, I'm just curious... As when you go out there, what, or maybe what other people are saying in, in Skid Row or in TNT, and yeah. your, your friends in these bands, do they want to hear new music from bands like Guns N' Roses or Guns N' Roses themselves, do you think? You know, I think it's it's a either-or situation where some people are really just there to hear the hits, and then there are some people with more open minds, I guess, and that's that that's me. I, I do. Of course, I want to hear the, the songs that we all know. Duh. Who doesn't? But... Um, you know, there's a reason they got to where they are. So why would you not listen to more songs released by that same band that you love? That's loved, what I thought. You know? Well, a lot of people look at Metallica. Yeah. You know, where that's a vicious fan base. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, it's just like, <laughs> don't put it in. I, I mean, I want to yeah. hear more music. I want to hear more music from them. I'm a. That's another uh, challenge. I mean, call me cheesy, but I freaking love Metallica. Why would that no, be cheesy? nothing wrong with that. I, so many people are like, oh, they're like, they're like, you know, um, I'm wondering, because it sounds like uh, Art Tavana, when he, a uh, friend from LA Weekly, the uh, journalist, mm-hmm. he's saying, because he hates hipsters. I think he, he wants to go on some like, genocide of hipsters. Oh, God, I hope he didn't see your beard. <laughs> I had this, I had this beard before uh, any hipster was a word, all right? They, they copied mine. Bravo. Thank you. All right. Thank good. you. Um, I, 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 he was complaining about how he gets made fun of for liking all these '80s bands. Yeah, what is and he's like people? 33. So I don't oh. understand why is that. Then I make fun of you for listening to who could I say? That's to bullcrap. Yeah, <laughs> I know. No, I know. Well, you probably. I've had this too, where I have to tell people. Um, just as someone, we're in the same age range, yeah. and I'm like, I'm a huge Motley Crue fan, and I'll say. 
Like, not ironically. Like, there's there's nothing ironic about this. I love this band. Yeah. Like, I love Guns N' Roses. I do a Guns N' Roses podcast. I went all the way to South Dakota to see the reunited Dokken, and it was amazing. Oh, and people assume, like, if you're, if you're in your 20s, if you're 30, yeah. that there must be some, like, irony to you liking these bands. And you have to I, let them know, no, so there's weird. no irony. This is what I enjoy. Exactly. There's no irony. It's called I uh, Just Like Good Music. Yeah. <laughs> just like really good bands. Absolutely. Um, So I guess wrapping things up here, unless there's anything else to get to, we're we're of course going to end with your song, but uh, let the people know where they could find you on social media and and also what you're up to, upcoming tour dates, etc. Oh man. Well, I do have that upcoming festival, uh, Rockfest, which is, when is that? Mm, July 13th? July 13th. Yeah. It's mom slash manager though. Yeah. How she's helping. Um, so I'm performing actually two, two days of that festival, two days of that festival. Um, I'm doing the kickoff party with great white. Um, nice. And then it's, and it's great white since there's two great, there's Jack Russell's great white and great white. White. Which one is it with you? It's Jack Russell's. Yeah. That's probably what people want to see. Exactly. The voice. Um, so we're, we're doing the kickoff party and then I'm going to do the first, the first day with Slayer, Volbeat. Yes, um, nice, nice. Yeah, I'm. I'm like, ooh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm like, let's go. Is I'm is ready. that intimidating, Slayer? Because it's like everybody automatically gets booed opening for Slayer. That crowd wants to see Slayer, and they're all Slayer. It I doesn't know. matter who, who's playing. I'm so scared. Um, uh, it's a little. It's a, yeah. Hopefully, I'm not going right before them because then that's when yeah. tomatoes will be thrown. Um, I'm pretty sure that. even at Yankee Stadium, like Anthrax opening got Slayer. Oh but yeah, they then- got. They got yep. and it's anthrax. Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, it's it's got to be intimidating. That's an intimidating yeah. band to open for. You yeah. guys should come and like block all things thrown at me. <laughs> I don't know. Are, are I'm the like, I'm Bill, to... like Dakota Fanning. What am I going to block? Like a pipe cleaner? <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, cause you think you think Slayer fans? Like you think like tattooed head like biker dudes? I don't think I'm beating maybe, any of their Maybe asses. they'll give me a little mercy because I'm a girl. Yeah, I hope so. Maybe they'll be like, "Oh, she's a chick. Leave her alone, dude." <laughs> And once yeah. they hear that You'll voice, I hope that'd be, that they'll that'd be, be like, really yeah. nice. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. Um, so I'm, doing, I'm performing is... uh, at the Chance too, the 31st March. Nice. So okay. come, you guys. Okay. Yeah. We're uh, last yeah. in line. The Dio lineup. Nice. Ronnie James Dio is my hero. Oh Hell yeah! All right. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. So Rachel Loren, R A C H E L L O R I N is my name, and you can find me on Instagram at Rachel Loren Official. Uh, Twitter is Rachel Loren. Um, no, it's not. Oh, sorry, it's R. Loren official. God, I'm sorry, we I just changed it because it was never mind. R. Loren official, <laughs> and um, Facebook is just Rachel Loren, and I have another page called Rachel Loren Music. So, so much check those keep, out. Very, so much to keep track of. Yeah, are you? Are you I, big I do have a merchandise, and I do have okay. a website. Um, Oh God, Rachel Loren Music, <laughs> Rachel Loren Music dot com. Oh. Mom, she's making you work overtime. I'm just so not interested in myself. Um, <laughs> Rachel Loren Music dot com. Oh, thank God, that's right. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. Don't don't become my fan because I'm an idiot. Um, carry on. <laughs> Are you big on uh, social media though? Because Huge. Guns N' Roses actually is pretty big on uh, social, especially Slash. Slash is the best follow. He posts the weirdest oh, shit. Oh, he posts weird, weird, weird shit. shit. I yeah. love it. I love it. Well, I, I, I don't necessarily post weird things, but I do post a lot and I reply to everybody. That's cool. I, I make that like a... And I'll a throw thing. it out there. She posts some hot pics, so uh-huh. <laughs> like it for that reason. Thank you. Oh, man. I'll call them tasteful. All right, which one, which one do you like? 
Which uh, which one? Sure, that's that's pick like one. this isn't like asking favorite Guns N' Roses song. Okay, I don't pick know. one. Which one's on your I, fridge I don't right remember now? off the top of my head to be completely that's honest. A lie. But I, I love Ooh. your pictures. I think I mean you're beautiful. Is he lying? A little bit. Oh, come on. <laughs> I, I really couldn't come up with a favorite come picture, on, but, I, but you. There's one but, in his head right no, now. I, Rachel, one here's in his bank. Here's there's the thing: Rachel does there. modeling as well, so she brings that element, and and these are like awesome <laughs> photo shoots that you do. This isn't just like me at my house rehearsing. Like you do Taking some really, yeah, you do some really well done um, photo shoots. So I, I, I love it. It's I great. have another one coming up for Industry Magazine. Um, Dropping Friday, names, Friday. hell yeah! You yeah. don't have to whisper, mom. It's okay. <laughs> We're like, not the professional. <laughs> She's like, God, why are you so stupid? <laughs> no, that's cool. This is that's why this is just us hanging out, yeah. man. That's what we do. Oh man! And I appreciate the fact that you're now. I, how many Jews do we have in here right now? I'm a Jew. Mom's a Jew. Really? Com- she you, converted. I didn't know oh, you that. converted. Oh, congratulations! Yep, she's a shiksa, and you're a Jew. <laughs> a and what are I you? Would, I, it's weird because I was raised Jewish and all that. I'm Jewish and Italian. Is that uh, you? Yeah, but I know you're a mix of like a lot of stuff. But I'm yeah, mix, I, yeah, I, uh, I am. We we're talking about this before. I've randomly been going to this like evangelical church on Sundays. Like, yeah. and it'll be a long story of how I got into it, but not really practicing in in Judaism. But yeah, I was raised Jewish, like bar mitzvah, yeah. all that good shit. Wow. So, yeah. We so need more Jewish rockers, though. Oh, hell yeah! Well, good we job, Jew. And, ah, and you're we from, just need more. Um, <laughs> and you're from the south. Jews. That's got to be like weird, right? Yeah, it's weird. Like there are those I'm, people I'm, like, oh, I've never I'm, met a Jew. Um, you know, I'm Irish and Russian and Persian and Jewish, so that's just weird. I'll throw this you out there. Like, find that. Yeah, that's weird. Persian girls. The hottest, I think. Like that's really? my favorite. Yeah, because because growing Thank up you. near Great Neck, like which is all <laughs> Persian Jews, the <laughs> I, they are like they're the most beautiful women in the world. That's what I think. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, my dad full Persian, so I got um, fifty damn percent in there. Nice. And then Russian and some Irish and some French, which I don't want to be, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Why Damn I don't know why fries. everyone's like if you touch a French person a puppy dies. I'm like oh god I don't want to be French then I don't want to kill a puppy. Oh man. Well, well yeah. very cool. I'm glad. Uh, yeah. I'm glad the fact that we have uh, more Jewish rockers out because that's oh. where my priority is. So. <laughs> Where's the boom? I like it. No, I, that's the only soundbite I don't have. Yeah. What the hell? Oh, uh, you know what the one I have? Uh, this one though for this was Ian to you. Shawing. <laughs> How is that? Wayne's, Wayne's World. World. Oh, why do I not know that? Oh, all right. Oh, you got to get up on wow, that. Wow, all right. I'm I was going to say. getting a bag of Cheetos. I'm going to watch Wayne's World. Is right. it on Netflix? I would think uh, so, probably. You right? on TV so. all the time. You, oh, my God. You got to uh, do it. Now I'm, I'm I upset. Know, I, was, I know. I'm I was going to say it was a pleasure having you. <laughs> it was a pleasure having you. Ian hasn't stopped talking about you. Mainly oh, your music since he saw you. Um, mainly my music. Yes, I had to throw that in there. <laughs> and some other things as well. Yeah, why not? It's like she's got really strong shoulders. No, Do I? No, I, no, I did not throw it. I was just like making that. that weird. That's so so strange. Is <laughs> it because I'm wearing the off-the-shoulder dress? It yes. just made you think of shoulders. Yes. That's interesting. Well, it's it's right in my face. Oh. Your shoulders are right in my face. <laughs> That's a shoulder. I don't think it's nothing perverted. <laughs> well, Ian, I'm glad you like my shoulders. Oh no! I'm sorry. That, that he just threw that out there. No, I, I'm a fan. I'm right an when ass, I, so I sometimes just right, say things that don't happen. Yeah, just to see I, what right, happens. Right I when understand. I so, like I said, when I saw you perform, I said to Brandon, like. 
perfect natural fit for the podcast, a little different. I'm sure there's going to be people that are like, oh, I wanted to hear more GNR news, but there's not a, a lot of stuff. So the way we make this work, being a regular podcast, is we, we throw out different things and we want to introduce That's people smart. to new artists. So yeah. why not? Well, Thank the, you for doing that. Well, the thing is, I'm that, sorry I'm not GNR guys, but <laughs> I, and actually in real life I'm sorry I'm not Axel Rose in general. So <laughs> or at least his bank account uh, was, uh, or Melissa Reese. I mean that'd be pretty cool. Or even his shoes, anything that his touches shoes. him, <laughs> he's his, God. His so. Nike shoes that say Axel on it. Yeah. Well, what we talk about and probably what you've found, especially hanging out with some of these older artists or veteran artists, probably they would prefer being. I was old. about to say, don't say old. Veteran, really seasoned, like the seasoned, seasoned vets, experienced. There you go. There you go. Uh, that we like to use Guns N' Roses as kind of that uh, the nucleus mm-hmm. for for everything because whether you're uh, a is. hardcore rocker like us, like we are, mm-hmm. or you're a sorority girl, you know, Welcome to the Jungle, you know, Paradise City. Yep. So, oh and, god, and yeah. in this tumultuous, uh, I can't say the word, mm-hmm. so I'm going to ignore it the second time. <laughs> in, in, in this uh, in this world that's uh, topsy turvy, that's that, that I can pronounce. Yeah. Uh, that music seems to be the the joining force, yeah. or, or at least a universal language. Definitely, and I I think Guns N' Roses, especially with them coming back, is a great equalizer and brings a lot of different genres yeah. and people together. Whether it's different sexual orientations or genders, so that's what we we try to do. Whatever the web of the GNR web that is cast yeah. out, yeah. so you you belong in that web. Oh, the GNR. Web. I am honored to be a part of the GNR web. He, he kicked butt with the ACDC thing, by the way. He did? Wow. I was, what, six feet from his face? What? I go through a radio station I was working at, at the he time. Did spit I, or sweat on you? And No, and it would have been weird if I like just opened my mouth waiting for it. Oh, God, that would be so cool. The mom is back there like, freak. <laughs> it's like who would she be interviewed by? No, it was, it was, it was amazing. I've never seen Axel that close or Angus oh, Young that close. Wow. And I've, we've spoken about this on the, uh, the podcast before, yeah. but you can see up close videos and pictures on our, oh. on our social media. God, that's awesome. Well, one day you're going to be on stage with all these people. And we're How still getting... cool would that be? Well, I'm rooting for you. Knock on freaking wood. And I wonder, who are you singing a duet with on your the single that we're going to play? That's Pat Gasparini. So he is in 4 by Fate, which, okay. which has Rob Afuso and um, John Reagan. A uh, bunch of amazing people. Todd, Todd, I can't say his last name. Last name. Howard? 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 He's from Cheap Cheap. Trick. He was keyboardist. Nice, Howard? Nice. Uh, whatever. He's from Four by Fate and um, Flywheel and Pound. And uh, he wrote that song with me and I just recorded the song and that was the first one we did. And yeah, he's brilliant. Good singer too. As are you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> no, I, li- I <laughs> like it. Don't quit my day job. No, no, no. no, no <laughs> and I like that. We're going to end uh, on, on that. That's going to take us out. Uh, but I guess before we go on the vocal I was side, thinking because we could re- I, I, we'll edit this, but I was thinking we could do our outro, After? and then we'll end with, yeah. I think that would make sense, right? Wait, have the song first? No, 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 no. We'll, we'll wrap up our interview with Rachel, <laughs> yeah. then do our wrap-up, and then like say, hey, guys. wrapping this up, we're, you know. We're That's exactly what I'm just doing. <laughs> oh, no, but I thought we were going to do, like, you and I for, like, another five minutes or so. You know what I mean? But, like, <laughs> okay, we're, no, we're doing cool. this for, like, another minute, no? Okay, right? that's fine, then. Oh, we're going to leave this all in, also, by the way. We're going to leave this all in. No, 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 no. No, you should. Yeah, she's laughing at us. We're not professional. All right. That's fine. So, do you want to wrap this up now while we say goodbye? Yeah, sure. So, by the way, though, I think we should wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Not for a cock block, but we should wrap things up. I see what you're doing. Oh, what am I doing? I know what you're doing. You what? know what you know what you're doing. She's, what are you she's doing? a bit. She's busy, but yeah. No, anyway. Oh, I'm not doing anything. I'm. Just, she's I'm making just, some uh, very uh, uh, some puns that are not very hard <laughs> to understand. 
Oh, okay, wait, wait. How do you find a nudist? Oh, sh- crap, I messed it up. How do you find a blind man in a nudist colony? How do you find a blind man in a nudist colony? It's not hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's All right, good. so That's um, good, right? yeah, you <laughs> dick. <laughs> so I guess wrapping things up then here, Brando. Yes, um, Scotto, we'll my dear Ian. Yeah, we'll be back, of course, probably in a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and we'll talk more GNR news. I still have to listen to Stephen Adler on Loveline. I've heard that that was a big thing, right? We, we had some comments it? about that. We had some tweets about okay. that. Okay. I'll have to look into that as well. Okay. Because everyone, I mean... It or was, was it we, Dr. Drew? It was one of those. That, we'll, we'll look I it don't up. know. But anyway, I know. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to hear more about what the future is in this band with Steven Adler. I'm hoping that there's going to be future dates where we could see him up on stage. It's important to the fans. Well, it's, it's interesting. I will say this. Um, shit, what show was it? Uh, there was a recent picture with Slash and, uh, and Adler. Out and about the other day. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, there are some terms, <laughs> I guess, but I guess Axel is the, you know, the variable that we just don't know. Yeah, he's, uh, he's like the Donald Trump of, don't you know, Guns N' Roses. Don't call yeah. Axel Donald Trump, please. <laughs> he compared himself during that April 1st show. No. As a joke. Yeah, he did. He did. Oh. What, as a joke? Yeah, yeah, You didn't hear uh, that clip of... Oh, well, what was the clip he again? Said, he, he said, like, regarding the set list, I, I'm like Donald Trump. I consult with myself. Oh, 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 oh that's <laughs> hilarious then. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, I appreciate that. Wow, but, you guys so are going to help. <laughs> so we're good. Yeah, we're going to see. I'm, I'm hoping, uh, but I still like what's what's been happening. Everyone seems to be on, in good spirits. Everyone's still active on social media, even Axel, and I don't understand half his tweets, but as long as he's tweeting and he's doesn't alive. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. Yeah. He's a big emoji emoji user. Which I is, am, too. I know, but hoping... you're a 20-year-old <laughs> female. He's a 50-year-old man. At which uh, point? That's a good point. Um, Tony, um, Tony is actually a severe emoji-holic. Um, uh, oh, God. So, um, 2017. I'm hoping emoji. there's um, <laughs> some, some some element of surprise to these GNR shows. I don't want it to remain stagnant where it's people are seeing the exact same thing, the exact same set list. Part of what we've always liked about Guns N' Roses, I think, as fans and people listening to the show, is that element of surprise and the unpredictability of this group. So I'm, I'm yeah. hoping to see more of that. Well, now the unpredictability is going to be the rumor that there might be new ACDC material. With ah! So there's a lot of rumors and a lot of things that we... I love rumors. <laughs> Do you? Or about, I guess I'm a girl. About though. other people, Makes not sense. about yourself. Yeah. Do that again? I know. I'm enjoying my white girl Starbucks drink. Okay. So <laughs> that was a straw going in and out of a cup. As, as always, though, um, follow us on Twitter at the AFD show, uh, Facebook.com, the A- slash the AFD show. You just look up Appetite for Distortion uh, up there. iTunes. Yeah. iHeartRadio, please subscribe to us. Uh, try to get us up on those rankings. Yeah, leave a review. Yeah. Leave a positive review. I'll shout y'all out tonight. Awesome. Yeah, go follow Rachel's stuff. I got a tweet during the show, and this was from uh, what I tweeted out yesterday, just saying that you were going to be here. People already asking to hear it. So oh, yeah. you have a, a very loyal fan base. You make yes, my she heart does. flitter flatter. That's so cool. All right, cute. as long as it's not a murmur, we're okay. Oh, I have a murmur. <laughs> Should not have brought that up. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah, so, why? God. So <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks for checking this out, guys. We appreciate it as always, and we'll be back. Um, Thank you for having me, Probably in a guys. couple weeks. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, and as Axel Rose once said about Chinese democracy, I don't know if soon is the word, but you'll see it. But first, capping off this show with Rachel Loren, I hate you. As I lay you deep inside my Speak to me and treat me wrong. 
You've been listening to the distorted minds of Brando and Scotto, dissecting all things Guns N' Roses on Appetite for Distortion. Follow the guys on Twitter at The AFD Show and on Facebook at facebook.com slash The AFD Show. Security, I'm going home.